Congratulations. Congratulations. You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the Bay's number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Mason Wazwaz. Kate and I today are speaking as individuals and not as representatives of any institution, organization, business, commercial district, uh, uh, corporation, government. Okay, Mason, I'd like to start off by shouting out this Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, great. For a film project called Let Me Let You Go, a groundbreaking sci-fi comedy feature about artists. Sci-fi comedy, I'm into that. That become cross-species with fungus in order to survive. This is going to be a movie by Clement Goldberg, who you probably know them if you are an art person around the Bay Area because they are a Bay Area art darling. Although I think they moved to L.A. now. I think they moved to L.A. now, so Maysoon, go ahead and play the song. And I will always love you. Okay, so you can check out this project. We'll have a link in the underworld, and you can even watch a little clip, a little preview clip. Okay. All right. And their fundraising goal is to get up to, I think, a very modest $60,000. And they are about a tenth of the way there, over oh, wow. a tenth of the way there okay. with 17 days to go oh, only. Oh, people, get in there. So get in there. You only have to give not too much and your name will be in the credits. Or give a whole Whoa. lot and you can be a motherfucking producer. Okay? Maybe they'll fly you to you LA to, for, the, for the screening. The launch. You will be supporting groundbreaking work. We need trans stories with hopeful endings. And this is oh, from the that. Kickstarter page. I am a queer, non-binary, trans artist and filmmaker. I use humor to tell stories about a world in crisis. And like all my prior works, I will continue to hire talented, queer, and racially diverse artists to be both on screen and work behind the scenes to create the bold, imaginative work. I have made numerous short and experimental films as well as epic art projects, but this will be my first narrative feature film, and I need your help. Okay? Yeah. You can be really on the ground floor of what will no doubt become an absolute and total classic. Cool. I can't wait. Okay, people, you're going to fucking kick yourself until you die if you don't fucking donate to this. Gosh, I really don't think Clement wants you to um, go that far, maybe, in the PR. One of the producers the is push. Zachary Drucker, another incredible and iconic artist. Aww. Okay, there's just, there's no end to the amount of queer and trans and rock and artist people in this shit. And if you don't donate now, I don't know what you're doing, so... Okay. Okay, good. Sounds great. Let's put that link in the underworld for everyone, and um, we'll all donate. Yep, everybody donate. Hey, do you think we should have people donate to us, and then we'll donate as, like, CPT all in one big chunk? Do you think people are more interested in doing that? No, I don't want to do that. Fuck no. I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> I'm just saying, then you and I could, like... No, could... I'll just go to the link all in right. the underworld. God, Kate, you hate, all, you hate it all. Go to kickstarter.com slash project slash Clem Goldberg slash let dash me dash let dash you dash go. Or just check out the link in the description of this episode. Yes. Now, May soon, speaking of donors, mm-hmm. we want to give a shout out to our recurring donors. But we also got a new donor last week and we want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to Dina Beard for donating to us. Yay. A whole table 
will become the dean oh, of your commemorative yes, awesome. table. <laughs> we could also put a little a little logo of, of Dina Beard on on our website. That'd be cute. Yes, and that table can hold up the Weston Teruya commemorative yes. mic stand. Yes. Oh. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Okay, Maysoon, let's get down brass to brass tacks. tacks. What are our brass tacks this week? Did you get an email in? Oh, yeah. Well, we just got, we got, well, last week was our big Pulitzer Prize winning episode. That was our last good episode. About the SFICA. And we didn't get, we were wondering if we'd get a lot of feedback around that. We didn't get much. Maybe there's still time. Nobody gave, no a damn. gave a damn. I thought they. Were, I thought we were going to get sued. I thought there was going to be legal action. We thought action. people were going to really come after us. Um, I do actually still think we could talk to Ali Gas at some point, don't you? Well, I went right over there to Minnesota Street like two days later to go see Lindsay White's show, and uh, not one person gave me a hard time at all. But I did have a mask on, so <laughs> my identity was protected. Um, we got, we did get an email asking if Ellie Gass had, had gotten in touch with us yet. And we said no. And another email, uh, sort of pointed us to, uh, BIPOC forward institution in New York. It's called 52 Walker. And supposedly it's tied to David Zwerner, but the curator Ebony, the curator Ebony L. Haynes, um, is intent on moving at a slower pace than what the commercial gallery world operates at, which... I kind of like this idea of a slower According pace. According to this article. Uh, yes. So everyone check out 52 Walker if you're curious about a potential new model for uh, a contemporary art space. That is in New York, but, you know, maybe it can give us some ideas as to what what we want to see here. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I don't have an answer for a new model personally, so I, I am curious and to, to learn about some new ones. May soon, good news. <laughs> This Saturday, September 25th, is going to be Optronica 1 Stereoscopy. I hope I said that right. Hoyt's 3D The Farm and Lytala. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. What are you saying? What's going on? <laughs> what? On Saturday. Okay. I just, I'm trying to follow you and I'm lost. I just need Saturday, some help. Saturday, September 25th, ATA Gallery's okay. Other Cinema initiates its two-part Optronica duplex with an intense program of visually playful pieces, most in eye-popping 3D. Ooh, Headlining yellow. is Dale Hoyt's The Farm, an experimental melodrama starring Winston Tong, Annie Sprinkle. Wow. Love Annie Sprinkle. Monade Clark and the last movie appearance of Arturno Galster, a.k.a. Pasty Klein. The music by local, uh, with music by local cult heroes, Chrome. Dale will be here in person to introduce his daring 40-minute featurette shot right in San Francisco. Wow. Okay, get over there. Come early to try the VR helmet. Okay, they better be hosing that thing down with alcohol. Sounds like it's inside. Dude, speaking of vaccinations, so my mom is in town and we've been running around San Francisco like freaking lunatics, literally. The full moon was yesterday, so we are truly lunatics. Luna. <laughs> um, the moon. And um, we went to West Coast Craft. You, have you heard of that? West Coast Craft. Oh, hundreds oh hell yeah. And hundreds I didn't know of, what was happening. It was this weekend. It was Tell Saturday. Tell me everything. Saturday and Sunday at Fort God, Mason. Mason. We could talk about this for days. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> Yeah, we can. No, we can't. Um, Please. So we went to West Coast Craft, and they they are checking proof of vaccination and your ID before you like at at a you know a tent outside before you go inside because it is all inside. Everyone is masked. They have huge industrial 
air purifiers or whatnot. But what was interesting, what was weird and uncomfortable and funny and all the, all the things you can think of, I guess, is I went through, I had my, you know, my card and my ID, whatever done. And then waiting for my mom to sort of, she's like digging around for her ID. And while, while she's looking for her ID, this other crowd comes through and one woman in this crowd of like four, these are all older white women, I believe maybe one, maybe there was one man in the group, probably five people total. One woman, the woman who's checking in IDs says to her, oh, hey, your name should be on your vaccination card. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Who doesn't have their name on their vaccination card? That's like a huge, that's like bullshit right there, you know? So the woman was like, oh, yeah, yeah. The woman was like very nonchalant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the person checking IDs just lets her go. She's like, okay, well, go ahead, whatever. She's with her whole group of friends. They all have their names on their ID, on their, on their backs cards. And then I go back to her. I'm like, was her, I, cause I was just curious. I wasn't trying to be a bitch or anything crazy, but I was sort of like, was her name not on her backs card? Cause I was standing there waiting for my mom still. And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that seems so weird. Like I can't imagine. It's so important that your name is connected with your vaccination, right? Like there's like, it doesn't make any sense for it not to be there. And then she was like, oh, well, she was from Texas. Like meaning who knows what the rules are in Texas. And in my mind, I was like, all the more reason to kick her out of here. You know, like she, who the fuck knows if she is vaccinated. She's probably just bought that off the fucking black market or something. Or you could just print one off. Like you all just you have print to do one. is like. I mean, pho- those are some real basic Photoshop skills, people. Anyhow, people, they're sketchy ass people out there. But West Coast Craft was beautiful. I always feel this is one of my, this is one of those moments where I'm awkward and just want to run away. At places like that, I always feel very out of place at at places like that, at West Coast Craft. Everything is like, everyone looks amazing. All the booths are beautiful. Wait, hold up. I can't afford anything. I'm just like, what am I doing here? And we we did say it's like a trade show. We said that, right? Oh, we can. It's a trade show. Where so just FYI, it's a trade show of like nice, all different kinds of beautiful. things, home goods and art pieces and art, clothing, ceramics, stuff. jewelry, uh, amazing like shoes, leather bags, rugs. I mean, it's literally incredible, incredible craftsmen, craftspeople from the West Coast, predominantly probably Portland, Seattle, L.A., San Francisco, I would say, were probably the main areas that people um, are coming what from. What about Fort Bragg? What about Tillamook? What about Rockaway Beach? I said primary. <laughs> okay, West Coast people, wherever you want to come from, come on down. Anyhow, so that was going on, and that was fun. What about why It actually wasn't as crowded as usual, which is sort of a relief, because I've been there in past years where it's just been like you know you're like shoulder to shoulder with people the whole time hell yeah dude so that was my story mostly the story was really around the back the weird vax card situation not about your anti-texas bigotry (laughs) yeah i'm a fucking oh no yes i also weirdly discovered that i have poison oak this weekend (laughs) this past few days so crazy so now I'm walking Makes you around. Remember when I got poison oak in my eye? Did you? You got? Oh yes, I do. And another friend of mine got poison oak in their eye, and they had to go on steroids because their eye yes, was so did crazy I. puffed up. I I had to go on steroids. Fucking hell, that's so are you scary. thinking of me? I dropped my that's sunglasses so and poison oak at oh Muir Woods. Oh my god, it's the worst. And then just stuffed them right onto my face. And I itched. I was like, there are these tiny little dots. And then the next day, there were more. And I was like, fuck, what is that? And they were so itchy. So I have. You know, you're the fucking toxic Avenger. 
Yeah. So I have, there's three little splotches, three, three clusters on well, my Well, you're one a lucky arm. motherfucker. Cause every time I get it, it's all over me. That's so scary. So just so you know. Did you clean all your clothes? I don't even know. I mean, I didn't do anything. What do you mean you don't know? You got to clean all your shit, man. You got to put it in the motherfucking industrial washer. Well, I'm just not wearing, I'm not wearing anything. Oh, again, everything I wear in one day, it goes to the, goes like in the laundry pile. You know, Mason, you got to be washing that with that fucking um, tech new shit. The clothes? Yeah, because it's the oil will stay on your clothes. How do you wash it with tech? I don't even, The thing is, I literally don't even know where I got this. So I have no idea which clothes or what's affected, impacted. Oh, my no God. No idea. I'm never, ever touching you again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have. Just kidding. Mason, I have. Just kidding. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I have been. I'm very. I'm like very um what's the word i don't know i basically wash my arm with technu like three times a day and then slather yes, it in calamine lotion and then put um like gauze over it just so that if there's any oozing it's uh-huh. immediately absorbed well but Mason, you you can't spread it around yourself once you've washed the oil off your body you you're the wound the blisters mm-hmm. that you get oh don't the blisters produce the oil because you're not you're not a plant so you can't make that but i stuff. am a plant no baby oh, you're a person i thought i was a plant that's like a wife that's a wife's tale <laughs> no you're not it's not your your skin making okay because i just i the thought the ooze from... was was conta- was like also contagious no. no okay no. so i walked around stinton beach today with short a short sleeve shirt on and like three big gross gauze bandages on my arm i'm sure everyone was like what the fuck is wrong with you and i was like it's cool i'm happy (laughs) holy cow anyhow i'm just like i just i am like very like obsessive about cleaning it constantly cleaning it calamine lotion i'm like you're not scratching you're not doing it don't do it because kate because like you the first time when i first moved to california within the first couple of years I went on a backpacking trip with a bunch of girlfriends and we were, as you are when you're backpacking, trudging through all sorts of nonsense. And I don't know how no, it happened. No, was no one from California? Everyone is from California. Everyone is from California. They and hated you. No, no. We knew it was poison oak. We we're like, okay, it's poison oak. Everyone be careful. Poison oak, blah, blah, blah. And I was super careful. But sure enough that when I got home... I don't even know how it got there. My inner thigh, no. upper inner thigh. I have no, no idea how it got there. No, 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 no. In like that's the one place I haven't <sighs> had it in. My in a matter of seconds, in a matter of like region. hours, my thigh went from like a little blister, scratchy, to like twice its size. Looked plastic. I had to go to the emergency room, get put on like prednisone or whatever it is, like steroids immediately. I had to be on prednisone when I got it in my eye. And did you feel like you were a a football player? (laughs) Right? You became a werewolf. It's totally nuts. All I wanted was pizza rolls. I was just (laughs) thirsting for pizza rolls. I ate so many pizza rolls. I remember feeling like I was like like muscle like busting out of my clothes like i was and that's weird because i've not i've always whoa i just i, I literally I felt, felt cool. like my legs were like not even the swollen leg because that makes a certain amount of sense but it felt like being like i was like whoa i feel this is mu- must be what athletes feel like 
Like they're just bulging out of their clothes with muscles. That's how I felt when I was on that. Good Lord. I didn't feel muscular at all. I just felt mad and hungry. (laughs) I just felt it was weird. Anyhow, people be careful out there. Poison oak really sucks. It's really uh, can be very dangerous. And sometimes you have no idea that the oils are on you. In fact, this is a case for me. I had no idea. I went to a bunch of museums this week. Okay. Tell me about it, stud. Did you go? I went to see the Wengechi Mutu show at the Legion of Honor. Have you okay, been to that show tell yet? Me. Sure haven't. I even sure got haven't. a free go pass. You should. Oh yeah, on the library go. website to go see it, and then I couldn't make it out there in time because I was trying to navigate around on Muni, and I got on the wrong train, and yeah. you know how it goes. I will say that I think the most striking. Okay, the last time I've been to that museum maybe was three to five years ago. Number one. I'm sorry. Wow. A very long time. It is a gorgeous museum. It's neoclassical. Yes. Some people may hate that. I just think it's beautiful. I wish that I could do some programming in that courtyard. I just feel like that courtyard is like screaming for some killer performance. Weirdo shit running around all those fucking columns and like whatever. You know what I mean? It's such a, it's like such a cool space and it's so, the surrounding is so gorgeous. It's like overlooking the fucking Golden Gate Bridge and the Bay. I mean, it's just like one of those like classic San Francisco tourist spots that I'm actually absolutely in love with. I'm like, oh, I love, this makes me love San Francisco so much when I see, when I'm like in those kinds of environments. I don't know. I have missed a lot of the contemporary um, curations at the Legion. Um, sad to say and so I was curious to see how it was done and when you walk when you first walk into that big courtyard there's four or three pieces that are so like I think to me those were the most I don't want to say successful for her work but successful for like I in my opinion the installation just the um, the framing of the work its relationship to one another um, its relationship to the building and to the outside elements. I mean, just really, really, really powerful. And I think also when you're coming up to it, it's like it's first the, the thinker, you know, Rodin's the thinker is sitting yep. there front and center. And then the two pieces below are um, Shavasana, which is a form of like laying in repose and yoga. Mm-hmm. Shavasana mm-hmm. one and two. Women with heels on that are sort of fallen off lying in Shavasana or in like, you know, lying flat on their back with like what looks like a sort of carpet over them or a mm-hmm. cover. So it's really like disturbing. And then you have the thinker, the sort of like iconic, you know, sculpture that represents sort of Western Europe. And, you know, to me, it just, it just it's a really interesting juxtaposition. It's super powerful um, looking down on these women. So I I would recommend, I mean, and then inside the museum, um, in a handful of galleries, there was a Wengechi Mutu sort of sculpture kind of at the beginning or somewhere, somewhere kind of in the middle of the gallery or sort of like prominently placed in the gallery, either at the beginning of the gallery or towards the end where you could, you'd have like a nice line of sight. Um, And those works were, those works were really interesting. I feel like they weren't as powerful for me within the galleries, Um, but still really, really worth seeing. It was sort of my first time kind of seeing the sort of integration of contemporary within the sort of classical, I guess. I don't know. Not all of it's classical. And then there's this really, um, I really like there's this really really lovely video um, also in her work or that is part of the show. 
But I, I recommend it. I would love to. I, I don't know if I know a lot of people who've seen the show yet, but I would really like love to hear um, more people's sort of thoughts on. Hey, what do you think of this show, listeners? Send us an email. Congratulations, Pine Tree at gmail.com. Tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast or give us a call, 419-351-6606. And the show is called Wengechimutu. I am speaking. Are you listening? And it's up through November 7th, 2021. And you can go ahead and get a free ticket to that if you have a san francisco public library library card you can get a go pass that's cool and i think you can also get tickets for the de young also through the go pass but not every museum i don't think you can get one for sf moma no sf moma doesn't do shit but i think oh the oakland museum does take it i can't believe you forgot about me turning into fucking what's his name from the goonies <laughs> oh from no Sloth. fucking hell Poor Kate. Okay, sorry. Okay, next. No one ever forget. You. I while you were talking about the Wangechi Mutu show, <laughs> you were like daydreaming <laughs> about having poison oak on your face. Like the time when I put together a highlights file on my Instagram. So if anybody needs to check on my poison oak eye, you did not. You did. Should I do one of my arm? It's so disgusting. No one wants to see that. It's more interesting when it's your face, unfortunately. No, your fa- you got it's only when you have it on your face that you really earn the right. <laughs> no one actually wants okay. to see like the pussing balls of grossness. Sorry, please edit that out. That's Poison disgusting. Poison oak should be eradicated. Somebody <laughs> call in and tell us why it's really important for our ecosystem, and I'll take it back. But I do think it needs to go. Okay, Maysoon, here's the deal. Artadia has announced the recipients of the 2021 San Francisco Artadia Awards. Sydney Kane, oh my Terry God, great. Friedman, and yeah, and Dana King. And Sydney Kane about is born and raised in San Francisco. Sydney Kane is? So that's really cool. That's super exciting. Damn, that's huge. Everybody, Bay Area artists, don't forget to apply for Artadia because it is a free application. And the winner, every time there's winners, they get $10,000 in unrestricted funds. Um, I also... Okay. So make sure everyone's applying to Artadia every single time. Okay. Good. Do it. Apply. All right. I also went to go see the Judy Chicago show at the DeYoung. And I don't Uh know, I don't care how any of you feel about Judy Chicago. You got to go see that show. I'm just gonna say that out there. Hey man, get your get a damn go pass. Get a go pass. Get a ticket for go free. see that show. If what's stopping I, you? I don't know. You got a free weekend once in a while, maybe. I feel like you got a couple of free I think hours. I've always had mixed feelings about Judy Chicago. I've I mean I've always sort of admired her work, but it was never like a you know that was my she was never my go to artist like that's the one for me you know and honestly going to the show i was just like i was just blown away by the breadth of her work the scale of her work and just thinking about her working as a woman and that time and like the time period in which she was working i'm like holy fucking shit this woman had to like i just can't imagine i just i just feel like she has paved the way for so many women to do incredible work i just i felt really just really appreciative and kind of in awe you know, maybe I not don't know as much about her as I should at this point, but I just I really, really, really highly recommend it. I think it's really well done, um, and there's a, such a huge, a really interesting selection of work um, uh, from her from her oeuvre. Really, do you think that you're a little biased because you're from Chicago? No. Well, good news, Maysoon. They got a new artist on their mind over there at the Wattis. Oh. 
Love for that. their 2021 to 22 research season, they are going to be thinking about artist and writer Lorraine O'Grady. Oh, great. Who knows what kind of freaky shit they're going to come up with because of that. <sighs> May soon, Jack Fisher's got a fucking NFT up. <gasps> oh, I saw it. Didn't you post something about that on, on the internets? Sure did. And hate it. Like, Don't hate love it. it. Don't get it. Don't. I'm I'm about 99% sure Jack Fisher couldn't tell you what an NFT is. <laughs> I can't tell you either. I'm sorry, but it's true. No, no I think you're right. It's a non-fungible token. It's a motherfucking digital fucking certificate of authenticity for a fucking animated GIF. And it takes like two years of carbon emissions to fucking buy one. So let's say a strong no to NFTs may soon play the song. Wait, we have a different. We need to have a different song for this. This. This is the fuck. This is the fuck no song. <laughs> I'm playing the song. That don't impress me much. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you for that. Okay, we got an email from Mood Gallery. Do you know Mood Gallery? No. It's actually your Mood Gallery. Mm. It's at Noonan Building at Pier 70, Building 11 oh. in San Francisco. I don't think we've ever received a email from this gallery What's before. What's their deal? Why are they emailing But us? they have a new show featuring art from five Bay Area artists. And it is opening on September 25th. They're having a reception from 6 to 9 on that day. You can check out their website, yourmoodgallery.com. And Who are the uh, they say about this show. Oh, go ahead. Let me tell you, the artists are Jane Kim, not to be confused with politician know, Jane I was like, Kim. Wait, Jane Kim. Justin R. Nagel, okay. Leora Lutz. Mm-hmm. You know Leora Lutz. Yeah. Richard Jonathan Nelson. Okay. Did I name five yet? You named four, I believe. We might need one and more. And Gabriel Santi. Okay having some real comprehension problems and let me tell you these artists find themselves stitched not only within their pieces but also within the interstitial space of the gallery itself through the happenstance interrelationships with each other (laughs) wait through (laughs) through the happenstance interrelationships with each other as stitching can also happen by chance Mm -hmm. okay I don't know. Go check it out. They're they're throwing a lot of words around. Can you tell us about? Can you just give us a, give a quick uh, plug for Lindsay's show? I know you mentioned it, but maybe tell us how long it's open. Oh yeah, Lindsay bit. White's show opened. It's called How to Get on Cable Television. How to Get on Cable Television, everybody. If you ever wanted, it's at Casemore Kirk. Kate, over we were there, supposed to get on cable television. Ooh, maybe Lindsay wants to get a cable television show. With Wait, us. why are we getting on cable because television? Because we're gonna go live. <laughs> We're going TV. Oh my God! We're okay. going TV with CPT. Well, Maysoon, you got to go see this CPTV. show. CPT. Let's go over there because I didn't. <laughs> Wait, I'll go back with you, Maysoon, because I didn't go up and see any of the shows up at the oh the the annex. You want to go there. next weekend? <laughs> should, yeah, should whenever we make a you plan want. On the, while we're recording the podcast, people, Hell meet yeah. Kate and I at Minnesota Street Projects next Saturday for. No, no. You don't want to be meeting anybody. No one's going to meet us. No one's going to meet us. No one's even listening. Don't dare meet us, you fucks. (laughs) Um, Um, We got an email in that artist Billy Zangewa's Tapestries of Women's Domestic Life, painter Amawako Boafo, and more as the Museum of the African Diaspora reopens this October in San Francisco. Oh, great. Congratulations, Moad. I'm glad to hear you're reopening. That is Thank awesome. Thank God. 
Their new exhibitions are going to be on view October 21st, which is my mom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Through February 27th. Perfect. Nice so long time. I'm very happy about that. Lots of things are fully coming back online. The new Parkway Theater has reopened over here in Oakland. Thank God for that. I was missing them terribly. They are tied for second place. As your of, favorite theater? Um, theaters that I love. Grand Lake. Obviously, number one, of course, is the Grand I Lake. I still have never been number to Number one there. is the Grand Lake. <laughs> And then second place is the new parkway, and right alongside that is the Alameda Cineplex, which has the best before the movie little thing telling you to recycle. I love those. And they talk about how they value their island community, and that's why everything is recyclable or compostable. My favorite. And it makes me cry every time, (laughs) even though recycling doesn't do shit. People, I'm putting an article in the underworld from NPR no, about how like 90% nope, of the shit don't. that you... Nope. Why? No, Why? that's not true. It is true. Maysoon, they're putting that little recycling symbol on plastic that can that never is going to be Why recycled. Why are they doing that? They should be fined. So that they can make more plastic and sell more plastic people. You just got to reduce your plastics. Don't fucking get any plastics. Go to the hippie store and get all your shit and put it in a little hemp sack. Okay, everyone. Maysoon, you got your hemp sacks that you made yourself sack. with your own personally no, homegrown hemp? No, but when I'm... When I can, I do bring my own jars and all that shit to Rainbow. I get everything renewed. You really do. I got to tell the listeners, Maysoon really walks the walk. <laughs> She's not fucking around. I watched Maysoon's cats, and you're, you're fucking composting. You're fucking got all kinds of shit you're we doing. Got over there. You're not we got recycling. We got small plastic recycling. They're making, <laughs> they're taking their own hair, they're making stuff out of their hair. <laughs> We're growing cucumbers and figs. We're trying our very hardest, people. <laughs> You're ready. You're fucking apocalypse ready over there. I have a sewing machine now. I'm going to start making my own goddamn clothes. Okay, Maysood Mercury 20 Gallery <laughs> is celebrating their 15th year as a platform for culturally relevant exhibitions from Bay Area artists with three solo shows opening September 10th. Okay, so that's already come to pass, but it's still up right now, so go check it out. They have Pantia Karimi, Medieval Gadgets, Hybrid Volvels, Mary Curtis Ratcliffe, Geometric Abstractions, and Elizabeth Schur, Transparency and Opacity, Truth and Truthiness. In my in my overscheduled life this past week with my mother, we also went to <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> lots and lots of things. Um, the Botanical Gardens in in Golden Gate Park here in San Francisco. Ooh, Katie just got a membership Yay, to them. Katie, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. Amazing. Man, it rules. It does rule. You could spend a whole you day could. there and you, you don't even see every little thing. There's so many fucking plants. It's really awesome. So this past week, I think it goes until, oh no, I think it's over now. Uh, they have this every year they have this thing called flower piano where they bring Mm -hmm. pianos from baby grands to you know upright pianos into the garden they have i think they have like 12 to 15 pianos placed in different areas of the garden and then they bring in oh my it's fucking awesome they bring in a whole slew of professional musicians they have two main stage piano stages and then they have a couple others where they are where they they're scheduling musicians to play at specific times, but then they have a bunch of pianos that are just for viewers or visitors to the garden to come and sit down and play out in the garden. And so all the pianos are like activated, 
and you just wander around like a cute little flower lover and you stop and you listen to the pianos and it's so sweet. It's like a really, really sweet old timey goodness. I love it. You know what I mean? Like look out for that next year. Yeah, it's over now. That's something to look forward to, people. If you're having trouble hanging on. Well, if you're having trouble hanging on, just go to the botanical garden in general because it's a lovely place to be. Yeah. And call the suicide hotline. <laughs> it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. I wanna tell you about another bird from the Birds of Lake Maribel oh, by Alex yay. Harris. And that bird is the American Coot. Have you seen these little weirdos around? No, I'm going to look it up while you tell me about it. They have funny little feet like a dinosaur because they they look like a little small black duck. Okay. But then once you see them up on the land, you see their feet and you're like, that's no duck's foot I've ever seen. (laughs) And the Latin name is Fulica Americana and they are 15 to 17 inches in length. Wow. They are a year-round Lake Merritt resident, and they are the size of a large cantaloupe fed mostly by dabbling or pecking at aquatic plants they're and the algae. the size of a large cantaloupe? What? Yes, they're not very big. They're smaller than a duck. I love that description, though. It's so random. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can dive into the shallow water to get tasty bits below the surface. And they're almost entirely a dull faded black color with a white bill and red eyes, okay? And despite being one of the most common birds at Lake Merritt, the American coot is easy to overlook. Oh, wow. Because everyone thinks they're just ducks. Got it. But open your fucking eyes, sheeple. They are coots. Interesting looking, excuse me. They're really interesting people. Um, And on that note, I'd like to play a little bird there, bird call while while we're talking about them. Hold on one second. You have one? Yeah. And may soon their legs flare out into three wide flat toes with two to four distinct lobes each. Each lobe has a radial gradation of vibrant colors overlaid by a black nodular mesh. This lobed look, aside from being fancy, helps the coot scoot through the water as well as navigate various earthly terrains. Oh my and is God. even used like a snowshoe to cross the monkey mires on which they Dude, sometimes tread. Their and I gotta feet tell are you, you can crazy see. looking. Yeah, they look like they have control. plant fronds like or like on their as their toes. Whoa. They look they're wild. Super the feet cool. are wild. Holy Once shit. Once you see the feet. You gotta go find yeah, you this. Can, never, can you please go see if this is really at Lake Merritt? Oh my god, I love this bird. Oh yeah, I see them all the time. Really? With the They're white, all the over white Lake Merritt. I see them every motherfucking day. So. <laughs> okay. And I gotta tell you, if if you want to be seeing birds, Bay Area water birds, you gotta get over to Alameda, over at Crab Cove in Alameda. It is right where the beach is over there, over by like the Alameda Dog Park and the public tennis courts and all this stuff. But just put it in your GPS, the Crab Cove Visitor Center, and there's a little interpretive center there that'll give you some great information about the birds and stuff. But then once you go to the cove... There, I mean, it's just nothing but birds, Maysoon. Cool. It's nothing but fucking birds, and you'll see coots and sandpipers and all kinds of 
Birds, did you talk about big birds, small birds? Did you talk about how they're young? The baby, the baby coots are have like these bright red heads and like little kind of yellowy feathers. Whoa, I've never seen a baby feathers. coot. Yeah, they're kind of wild looking. They're like red and yellow and black, and they're very striking. But then they turn into these little slightly more elegant, almost all black birds with a white bill. I have never seen a baby coot in my life. Super cool. Ooh, Maysu, do you know another so place cute. I bet you could go see one closer to your house? Where? Uh, Stowe Lake over there in Golden okay, Gate Park. Stowe Lake boots over is there. right behind the Botanical Gardens, people. So I've got a whole day planned for you. Go yep. to the Botanical Gardens, have a picnic, oh my God, and the walk around, hop in the boat at Stowe Lake, pedal around with your friends, family, whoever. Have fun. Go to the island I bet you in could the middle. Get a- and the fucking, then you can just run over to the De Young Museum and use your go pass. You can do everything you've ever wanted there in the park. And stop by Twirl and Dip and get a chocolate-covered frozen banana. Oh, damn. Where's that? That sounds really good. God, that sounds so that good. That is an ice cream truck over there. You know where the bathrooms are? No. On the outside, that whole, like, that big outdoor area that's now got the Ferris wheel and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, and Dana King sculpture. Where there's, there's the De Young, in front of the De Young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you go on the other side from where the Ferris wheel is towards the... bandstand? The, the, the band uh, shell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the back of the theater. Oh, I saw the hot dog stand. So that's where the twirl. hot dogs, a pretzel guy, an Indian food truck, and sometimes twirl and dip. Damn, I had no idea. I had no idea. I'm okay, so you got to get twirl and dip. They also have like organic soft serve that you can get dipped in a chocolate Dude, chip. Dude, I love a soft serve so mother much. motherfucking sea salt on Whoa. it. Now, this is not an <laughs> endorsement crap. in case they've like done some fucking anti-fucking yeah. vaccine tweets or some shit. <laughs> if they're right-wing fuck jobs. We will look then. into it and have more of an opinion on that next week. <laughs> we'll be canceling everybody next week, but this week we are supporting everything. Oh my god, these baby coots are so cute. I'm obsessed with yeah, them. Yeah, the baby coots look amazing. They're so cute. I'm going to send you this picture. They look like tropical. I know. Okay, Mason. Well, I'll be looking for these baby birds from the bridge. To the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations, congratulations Pine Trees. Pine trees.